0: President Tsai Ing-wen greets AIT Chair Laura Rosenberger. With the Israel-Palestine war raging, Taiwan's defense was top of mind for Tsai.
1: I would like to thank the Biden administration for paying close attention to Taiwan's defense needs and continuing to normalize arms sales to Taiwan. This is helping Taiwan to bolster its self-defense capabilities as we jointly work to safeguard regional peace and stability. Taiwan has continued to strengthen its national defense capabilities and our indigenous submarine program is gradually bearing fruit.
0: It bears repeating. The U.S. commitment to Taiwan is rock solid. It is principled, and it is bipartisan. We stand with our friends and will continue to do so. And we also welcome your continued commitment, President
2: Tsai, to maintaining the status quo.
0: Rosenberger arrived in Taiwan on Sunday and will stay until October 19th. Besides sitting with President Tsai, she's also scheduled to meet three of Taiwan's presidential candidates, starting with the DPP's Lai Ching-te.
1: Nice to meet you again. So So good to see you. Thank
0: (laughs) you so much. Thank you
1: for your hospitality. Oh my goodness. Well it was my pleasure.
0: (laughs) Lai took Rosenberger on a tour of the Taiwan Hakka Tea Culture Museum to experience Hakka culture. The two were convivial during their outing. KMT presidential candidate Ho yi stressed that he's also close with Rosenberger.
1: Especially during my U.S. tour when she accompanied me on three occasions. She gave me a very warm reception, for which I am very thankful. We're long-standing allies.
0: Rosenberger is scheduled to meet Lai, Ho, and the TPP's Ke wen but not with independent candidate Terry Goh.
1: We have not made any special arrangements to meet Rosenberger, but if the opportunity arises during her visit to Taiwan, we would very much welcome a face-to-face chat.
0: With just a few months until election day, nobody wants to be left out.
3: The National Zhongshan Institute of Science and Technology is rumored to have built an underground rocket testing site at its Pingdong base. The new facility is believed to be for developing solid propellants, which can be used for rockets and missiles.
2: Solid propellants are crucial for a variety of domestically made missiles, including the Xiongshan, Xiongfeng, and Skybo systems. When asked about the reports, the Institute declined to give details citing the sensitive nature of defense projects.
0: A roar echoes in the distance as a SkyBow-2 anti-ballistic missile is launched from the Joufeng military base in Pingdong. The base is affiliated with the National Zhongshan Institute of Science and Technology, which uses it for R&D and training. According to recent reports, the institute has also established a rocket testing base at the site.
1: top.
0: The Institute previously unveiled plans to develop rocketry technology in collaboration with the Taiwan Space Agency. Taiwan currently has three solid propellant production lines in operation. With a Taiwan-made production line in the works and another line procured from the U.S., the country is expected to have five lines up and running in 2026. Reports say the institute has already completed construction on a four-story deep underground facility for static tests, which is expected to provide a significant boost to Taiwan's solid propellant production capabilities. The Xiongshen land-attack missile has a range of 1,000 to 1,200 kilometers. The Xiongfeng anti-ship missile has a range of 150 to 200 kilometers. The Skybo anti-aircraft missile has a range of 45 to 100 kilometers. All three are powered by solid propellant. If all goes to plan, the production lines will benefit not just Taiwan's aerospace program, but also greatly enhance its missile capabilities.
1: The core component of rocketry products is a kind of mixer that combines all the various chemicals in a controlled manner to make a propellant grain or warhead explosives. In the future, Taiwan can have more independence when developing missile capabilities and all sorts of new equipment. They include weapons like the classic Skyboat 2 and 3, the Xiangfeng 2 anti ship missile system, Xiangfeng 3 supersonic anti ship cruise missiles, and the Landsword 2. These are all future priorities. They can also support Taiwan's future development of low-Earth orbit satellites.
0: Addressing the rumors, the Institute said that all R&D projects were initiated and funded based on operational requirements. It said that due to the sensitive nature of defense projects, it will not provide further comment.
2: The Taiwan Railways Administration has unveiled big changes in its latest train schedule. Citing operational needs, the TRA has reassigned most of its new EMU-3000 trains to the east coast.
3: In the future, it plans to reroute more of its Puyoma fleet from the east to the west. The adjustments are meeting resistance, with one passenger saying a trip to Hualin won't be the same without the Puyoma Express.
0: Luggage in tow, passengers wait in line to board. This Puyuma train, like the Taroko, is nearly synonymous with East Coast travel. But in its latest schedule update, the TRA has assigned many of its new EMU 3000 trains to the East Coast. The schedule also sees several Puyuma Express servicing the Western Main Line or running between regions. The public reception is mixed. You
1: If you want to get to Shoufeng, the EMU 3000 is the only train that goes there, so it's convenient for us. But I personally prefer the Puyuma and the Taroko. When visiting Hualien, it feels like taking the Puyuma or Taroko is a must.
0: In the TRA's rehauled schedule, 25 out of 38 EMU-3000 trains are rerouted to the east coast to replace the aging Zichang Express fleet and some Puyuma Express. Since last April, three out of 18 Puyama trains have been assigned to the western mainline, primarily providing interregion or express services. But so far, all six Taroko trains still service the east. Now to appear in the east as well, EMU-3000 trains feature firmer seats, device-charging ports, and a smoother yet slower ride. The Puyuma, a tilting train, can maintain speed during turns but is bumpier to ride.
1: There are about 538 six on the EMU 3000, while the Puyuma only has 372. So this adjustment can address the long-standing issue of there being too few East Coast seats to meet demand.
0: But the Puyuma and Taroko trains were purchased in the first place because they could make turns without losing speed, making them suitable for eastern terrain. Critics questioned the decision to reassign them to the West, calling it TRA's tacit acknowledgement that it bought the wrong trains.
1: (laughs) This isn't an issue of having bought the wrong trains. Initially, we did think that the tilting design would allow for faster turn speeds. But the new EMU 3000s have a passenger capacity that's 40 percent higher. We are making this decision purely due to operational needs.
0: Officials say they must consider carrying capacity and the optimal use of every train. With customer sentiment souring, the TRA has its work cut out to balance operational needs with passenger satisfaction.
3: The Ministry of the Interior has released its latest house price index, which measures the movement of presidential properties. The national index stood at 130.80 in the second
2: quarter. That's a quarterly increase of 1.51% and an annual increase of 5.51%. But one expert says the numbers don't tell the full story.
1: The price of second-hand homes is actually on a slow decline. But average housing prices have been driven up by pre-sale transactions that were initiated at the market's peak two to three years ago, but were only completed and registered recently. So that's created an illusion of prices going up.
2: In all six special municipalities, the house price index rose slightly from the previous quarter. But all six saw slowing growth rates compared to the year before. Communities on Orchid Island are celebrating the resilience of indigenous buildings in the wake of Typhoon Koinu. The huge storm has brought devastation to many buildings on the outlying island, but there's one clear exception. The underground
3: homes, traditionally built by indigenous Tao people, survive the typhoon almost untouched. The underground homes are threatened by the encroachment of modern buildings, despite their fantastic adaptation to the local climate. Let's go to Orchid Island to hear more.
1: Typhoon Koinu has wrought havoc on Orchid Island. Across four villages and six tribes on the island, it laid waste to many homes made of iron sheets and cement. But the traditional underground homes of Ivalino Village have emerged virtually unscathed.
3: It just lifted off
0: that roof, you see. That's just the roof. See? See? everything is basically fine.
1: Almost all of these dark gray roofs are at ground level. The indigenous Tao people traditionally built underground homes here, well adapted to the scorching heat and strong winds of the local climate. These buildings stay warm in winter and cool in summer, and can resist typhoons and earthquakes. In 2002, the underground homes of the Tao people were designated an item of national cultural heritage. But with the growth of tourism on the island, some of these traditional dwellings have been converted into modern buildings.
0: So, say, you're a Tao person. What does that mean? You have to know that Tao homes are like this. They're not like those cement buildings. This is how we live. So I always tell my son, you have to recognize it. You can't forget your roots. You have to recognize that you are Tao.
1: Those Tao homes have weathered Typhoon Kouino magnificently. Local indigenous people are working to make sure the practical wisdom of their ancestors is suitably preserved and handed down for future generations.
2: Welcome back. President Tsai Ing-wen received a delegation from the American Enterprise Institute on Monday. The Washington-based think tank last paid her a call three years ago. Tsai thanked the group for working to deepen Taiwan-U.S. ties over the past three years.
3: She expressed hope that Monday's meeting would foster further
0: exchanges.
1: I would like to take this opportunity to convey my gratitude to President De Since assuming this position in 2019, he has invited Representative to the U.S. Xiaobi Kim to engage in exchanges with the AEI. He has also published books and established the Coalition Defense of Taiwan project to allow the international community to better understand the challenges facing Taiwan. Taiwan and the AEI have long enjoyed a cooperative relationship. For instance, our Ministry of National Defense and the AEI have co-organized strategy forums. And the AEI is committed to promoting freedom, democracy and a market-based economy, all of which are values that Taiwan and the U.S. share. AIE scholars and experts have repeatedly called upon the U.S. government to strengthen Taiwan-U.S. relations through concrete actions. I want to thank all of our distinguished guests for continuing to promote Taiwan-U.S. exchanges and cooperation through such visits.
3: Tsai said Taiwan was continuing to demonstrate its commitment to defend itself. She said that so far, Taiwan has already delivered 20 domestically built Brave Eagle jet trainers. Taiwan also held a launch ceremony for its indigenous Narwhal submarine last month. She said Tsai stressed that Taiwan would adhere to its commitment of neither provoking nor acting rashly. It will also expand its cooperation with the U.S. and like-minded democracies, she said. NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang is back in Taiwan a little over four months after his last visit. He's here to attend Hong Honghai Tech Day on October
2: 18th. Originally, Huang was scheduled to spend this past weekend in Israel for a company event, but the event was canceled due to safety concerns. Huang was spotted at a Taipei night market Sunday night enjoying snacks and chatting with locals.
1: Around 9 o'clock Sunday evening, attorney Chen Wei stumbled upon NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang at Ningxia Night Market. He shared a photo of their encounter.
0: I looked in and I saw a silhouette that looked like Jensen Huang. I turned to look and I realized it must be him. He saw me taking a picture of him, so he came over and asked us if we'd like a picture together.
1: The attorney saw Huang inside a tofu pudding shop where he was having a snack with a group of people. Later that night, Chen saw Huang again and offered him some stuffed squid. Huang was delighted, saying it was his first time being treated to a snack at a night market.
0: Sharing a bite with such an icon is an honor. The only thing is that my son didn't know him. He kept asking me who he was. I explained that he is one of the richest people in the world. He then asked me if he was wealthier than Terry Go. I said, yep, he is many times richer than Go." The thing, yeah. I was quite surprised. We're grateful that so many celebrities like our tofu pudding.
1: Huang was also spotted at a fruit stand. He posed for a photo with the owners, telling them that as a Tainan native, he missed the taste of tomatoes with ginger sauce. Back in May, Huang had visited Taiwan for Computex. On his return trip, it's clear he's just as popular as before.
0: After four months away, NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang is back in Taiwan. Reports say his main reason for coming here is to attend the Honghai Tech Day on October 18th.
1: Huang was scheduled to attend an NVIDIA Tech Summit in Israel on October 14th and 15th. The event was canceled due to the Israel-Palestine War, so Huang came to Taiwan early for Tech Day. Rumor has it that Huang will also meet with TSMC founder Morris Chang, as he had on previous visits.
0: I had originally invited him to our sports day, but when I invited him, he was still expecting to go to Israel. But now, his schedule has changed, of course. We're going to be going to New York later. I wonder whether we'll actually be able to meet.
1: It remains unclear if Huang will meet suppliers during his Taiwan visit. But whether or not there's a meeting, the market is sure to be watching his every move.
2: A couple in Yilan's Suao Township have adopted an orphan turtle dove. They found the dove when its nest was pruned from a tree.
3: After nursing the dove back to health, they hope to release it back into the wild. But the bird doesn't seem to want to leave and comes back to his adopted parents every oh,
1: with a clap and a loving call, this turtle dove comes fluttering in to Li Long Cong. Its name is Xiaoban, meaning stripy in English.
0: All the previous birds would learn to fly, fly a few times and never come back. But this one goes out every morning, and in the evening when I call for it, it comes back.
1: Lee came across a little baby turtle dove when a tree was being pruned. A nest fell from the tree, and Lee found the chick inside. He took it home to nurse, turning this orphan into a cherished member of the family.
2: Uh, nane, du wang wang wang
1: Stripey likes to fly into the kitchen to keep Mr. Lee's wife company, as if supervising her while she cooks.
0: My wife came out here and tried blowing a whistle, and it came flying in.
1: The Animal Disease Control Center believes the dove is a non-migratory resident of Taiwan, which might explain why it is so tame and happy to live among humans.
0: Generally, we would advise the public not to have this kind of contact or to raise birds at home, because when they get used to it, it actually increases the risks to the bird when you try to release them back into the wild.
1: The Lees hope that one day, Stripey might be able to go out and live independently in nature. But in the meantime, if the bird wants to stay in its adopted home, it's more than welcome to.
3: A shrimp farmer in Tainan has cultivated Karuma shrimp in Taiwan for the first time. The shrimp are mostly caught wild due to their cultivation being difficult and lengthy.
2: But shrimp farmer Shi Jialong was determined to take on the challenge. He used indoor cultivation methods to create an environment stable enough for the sensitive prod. He's still
3: a long way from mass production, but it's already a breakthrough for Taiwan's aquaculture industry.
0: Karuma shrimp leap up and down in the basket. Their translucent bodies are covered in yellow and black stripes. A Tainan shrimp farmer spent a year cultivating them artificially. These are the first karuma shrimp both cultivated and sold in Taiwan.
1: 是想要挑戰自我 I wanted to challenge myself. I can cultivate giant tiger prawn, white-legged shrimp, and sand shrimp. I thought I'd try a harder prawn, and it's the first time successfully cultivating kuruma shrimp.
0: Kuruma shrimp is hard to breed, being extremely picky about its environment. If the water starts to get too hot, or the pond salinity level has a sudden change, they die off en masse. They're mostly caught in the wild, and only cultivated in very small numbers in Ilan. Xu Jia used an indoor water cycling system To successfully cultivate over 100 kilograms of prawn, but waiting for them to be ready was grueling.
1: To grow kuruma shrimp, first you need patience. For the first three months, I couldn't even see where the shrimp were. After six months, they were as long as a finger. Other shrimp grow for three to four months, but kuruma shrimp take three to four times as long a whole year. The advantage of indoor water cycling is that you can suppress the transmission of diseases and suppress malignant, extreme weather.
0: Xu says this is just the beginning. He wants to mass-produce the shrimp and take on fresh challenges. But wherever he goes next, he's already scaled the first hurdle for kuruma shrimp cultivation in Taiwan.
3: Development NGO World Vision is supporting farmers in Taidong to cultivate snails and produce innovative products. Starting up with snails requires little capital, so it's a great choice for small farmers.
2: The snail farming industry is seen as environmentally friendly because snails need a home free of pollution in which to thrive. The white jade snail farmed are being used for products like snail and pork sausages, possibly the first sausages in the world made with real snail meat. <laughs>
0: Pink and red sausages glisten on the grill. They look ordinary enough, but they have a very special ingredient.
1: Snail sausages abroad are rolled up into the shape of snails, but they don't have actual snail in them. Here, I've added snail meat into the sausage, bringing down the calories and the fat content.
0: Traditionally, sausages are made all of pork, but this sausage has a good helping of white jade snail too. Tainong World Vision International has worked with local farmers to improve the livelihoods of impoverished rural families through white jade snail farming. It's quite easy to get started in snail farming, and they can be processed into many products. This snail sausage is a brand new innovation, and there are also canned goods. They sell in Taiwan, as well as to Hong Kong and Macau
1: we're helping Taidong's local farmers with what we call green circular farming sustainable farming and we found these snails as something to work on together we want to turn it into something like an esg investment the eco-friendliness of it is part of the sustainable development goals and the sustainable development industry if there are any traces of pesticides the snails aren't healthy they get sick so cultivation environment has been certified as free of pesticide traces.
0: Cheers to that! The snail is associated with French haute cuisine, but now you can just head to Taidong for a taste of the fine life.